Okay, listen up, everyone. We have four dangerous escaped podcasts on the loose, and it's your job to bring them in. You hear me? They go by the name Sad Styles Productions. On Tuesday, the Retrograde Podcast celebrates 30 years of Sonic by playing Sonic Spinball. On Thursday, the Jackass crew begins their stump-by-stump breakdown of Season 2 of the TV show Jackass. Also on Thursday, Mikey is joined by Frank Krupe of Hockey Illuminati to find out how to use social media to find his own voice in the world of sports radio. On Friday, Losing Money with Andrew Bascom is trying to find ways to lose money on the NBA and NHL playoffs. Be careful. These podcasts are funny and interesting and should be approached with extreme caution. But most importantly, don't forget to get into it. Yeah. All right, let's start. All right. Sonic Super Bowl. Sonic Spinball. Spinball. Super Bowl. Super Spinball, though. Super Monkey Ball. Super Monkey Ball. (laughs) We got there. Yeah, we got there. to the Retrograde Podcast, where we remind you what you still have and whether or not you still should. I'm Andrew Bascom. And I am the bad boy of podcasting, oh. Mikey Fonzie Aaronworth, because I'm cool and flipping flipping. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. Of course, that's Mikey Aaronworth, and we are back for another Retrograde Podcast. We are. Wow. that You said that with a vengeance. You said we're back mm-hmm, the mm-hmm, way that mm-hmm. back with a vengeance. Yeah. Wait, is I that heard a with a vengeance? But, no, but they don't say back. No. Could we reference Wind at My Back again like we did last week, yeah. last week's podcast? Any more Bette Midler talk? Anything. Is that who's in it? The Wind, wind at My Back? Oh, yeah. I think you're, I'm thinking of Wind Beneath My Wings. Oh, yes. 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 Another thing entirely. But yeah, we, I, we brought up Wind at My Back last week on the podcast. It had no idea what it even was. <laughs> I'm no still reason. not sure what it is. Um, and But I, I, here's one thing I do know. Okay. That if you tuned into this podcast mm. uh, thinking you were going to hear a lot about Sonic Spinball, of course. you knew a at some point we were going to talk about Bette Midler. Yes. Well, they're thinking, man, like somebody has a bingo card at home, right? Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Yes. They're like, and Sonic, 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 Tails, maybe mm. Knuckles, Ooh. Bette Midler. Good old but Knucks. Bette Midler is the free play, really, because yeah. we talk about Bette Midler so quickly. <laughs> every episode. Every episode, exactly. And you would know that if you listen to this podcast, but if you oh. don't and you're a new listener, first of all, welcome. Bette Midler. So- <laughs> Secondly, typically what we like to do on this podcast is take a look back at the games that we used to play when we were kids. Usually yeah. it's something that had somewhat of an impact on us. We rate and review the games as we remember them back in the day. Then we take mm-hmm. a bit of a break. We play the game, play some of that audio. Then we rate and review them as they stand up in the modern day against the likes of modern games. Yeah. Um, but before we do that, we we're, like to take a quick spinning left turn oh, to talk wow. about just a little bit of bullshit for a little bit. I think we're going to use the left paddle there to, oh, to move, right? But don't shake it too hard because then you'll <laughs> tilt. Oh, yes, tilt. That's very important. We got to die. Okay. There's can so we, much. Can about, we talk about tilt before we get into anything else? Uh, I want to talk about pinball? Sure. Yeah, because there's so much about pinball as a culture. Is that pinball. like pin the tail on the pole? Key? <laughs> yes. Pin the tail on the pole. Yeah. Which eventually in 30 years when they run out of money, we'll have to hire them for birthday parties. So you are talking about Logan and Jake. I wasn't, but I'm going to go with you on this one. <laughs> There's so much about pinball itself that I just don't know. It's like yeah. a subculture entirely. So even when you come to well, it used to be a counterculture. Well, yes. Okay. Well, I think we've done this before, but let's do it again here a little bit. Sure. Uh, 
pinball used to be illegal because yes. they used to think it was gambling. Right. Uh, they used to think that it's like, well, obviously it's like super skilled, like, excuse me, super no, random. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you didn't know what's going to happen. And then they had to bring the per a person in to a courtroom with a pinball machine to show there is skill to this. Yes. This guy is better than this person. Right. Yeah. Crazy. It is. It is nuts. And that's basically how they determined that it was, it was a game. But like, that's why in movies, mm. anytime someone played pinball, that was shorthand for them being a little bit of a bad boy. Yeah, like Wild Ones. Uh, yes, that's Marlon like a very, Brando, right? Marlon Brando. Yeah. That's like a famous example where they're like a uh, they're a biker gang and they go to the pinball bar. I mean, it's dangerous. Nowadays, I would fucking love a pinball bar. Do you like pin? Like, if you see pinball at a bar, are you going to play it? Yes, a thousand percent, but... <laughs> But asked and answered. Uh, if, what? Yeah, this is what I'm here for. I'm a, I'm a straight. I'm a straight shooter, man. Is when I play, I'm like, I have no idea how I'm doing. Is oh, this yeah, good? Yeah. Is this bad? Yeah. Is this like? It's one of those ones where you have 30 billion points. You're like, I'm so sorry. We needed 70 trillion. Yeah. That's the high score. And you're like, or to even continue. And I'm like, oh, I don't get this. It's like, it's like, who's the it anyway? The, the points system, don't matter. The points don't matter. I I agree with that. Like, and I've noticed that as well. Where it's like, which uh, probably has a pinball machine, by the way. What? Who's lines it anyway? Has a pinball machine. Oh, probably. What do you mean? Well, I'm just saying there's a probably a whose line is it anyway themed oh, pinball machine. I, I thought you were talking about the show itself. There's a <laughs> pinball machine on it. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I just love the idea that I have to like, oh, high score. Oh, get, you got to get Wayne Brady over there. You know, like <laughs> Greg Proops is getting away. Like, I don't know, something like that. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Hi, dee, die, dee, die, dee, die, dee, die, dee, die, dee, die. Um, I, I, but what you're talking about is how every single franchise or brand had a pinball machine at some point. Everyone. I'm talking Kiss. Yeah, I'm talking Star Wars. Yes, I'm talking Star Trek. Oh, I'm I'm gonna go through all of them. Okay, keep I'm on. talking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I'm talking the monsters. Right, I'm talking Frankenstein. Mm -hmm. I'm talking Pokemon. Probably, probably. Actually, the maybe not. The answer is you could say anything. I think. Yes. And the answer is probably yes. And then even in little pinball machines, like sometimes the uh, the plunger, like to to shoot the ball. Yeah, at, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. sometimes like if it was like uh, good, the bad, and the ugly, it was a gun, a revolver. Yes, it was like ooh, I get to shoot the ball at like little things like Be that. What if it were an AK forty-seven? In that movie. In that movie, yes. Yeah. yeah. And it goes, like, stay frosty. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I think we're having a little confused on what video game this is. Um, it, it is, it's kind of It's kind of like slot machines where there is yes. one of everything. Right. Wheel of Fortune? Yeah, you better believe there is. You know, like that kind of thing. And I always remember one of the more famously good pinball machines is the Adams Family. Oh, really? Why? Who the hell knows? But it, it is, and it's like one of those things where it's like, why did they put time and effort to make it that good? But then again, like sometimes we play video games on the in this podcast fair, and fair. you're like, well, why was this one very good? I don't know. That's a good point. I, I never heard anything about the Adams Family one, but I, I think there was actually a really good Kiss one that was out there. Oh. Um, but it's interesting too that you bring up the fact that that they used to be compared, they as in pinball machines, used to be compared to uh, uh, like slot machines and gambling yeah. because it, yeah. it does like, it looks like a mini casino inside the glass, right? Like it's yeah. got the flash lights and everything the all the points this and that the ding 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 ding, oh, ding all that but that's like satisfying you it's know it's, it's hitting on your nerve endings and so it seems like it would be gambling but it's there is a parallel to draw because this game sonic spinball that we're going to be focusing on this week yeah was made because of how popular the casino themed stage was in sonic 2 yeah they had sonic 2 oh, super popular yes. game they realized that one of the most popular levels if not the most popular mm. level was the casino level super so they're like uh, yeah they're like well what, what did they like about it the slot machines the flashing Loved lights it. this and that so why don't we make a pinball game out of i it? that is the level if you said name a sonic level yes it's casino 100 percent, or sure. green hill zone or well, green hills like, which yeah, i think yeah. the first level always has kind of like an unfair advantage yes, because but... I never made it past it. <laughs> <laughs> so here, I just pulled up a quick, quick website. Okay? okay. Yeah. So here's a good example. 
of the top 50 modern pinball machines, okay? Number, I'm gonna only name the ones that are kind of interesting because number one's a generic one. Number two, Attack from Mars. Who oh. could forget that movie? Wait, like Mars Attacks? Oh, so maybe not. Oh. <laughs> okay, so disregard number two. <laughs> number three, Jurassic Park. Okay. Number four, something called Monster Bash, but I like it. Mm-hmm. Which was the Monster Mash. Uh, number five, Adam's Family. Number wow. six, Iron Maiden. So, okay, I think that's the one I was thinking of uh, rather than the Kiss one. Yeah, there we go. Number seven, Elvira's House of Horrors, which by the way, came out in 2019 and I really want to play that. I've seen that one before. Really? Arcades, yeah. Oh yeah. my God, that sounds amazing. And number eight, The Twilight Zone, which also sounds amazing. Oh, so, nice. So there you go. So like, it is these weird yeah, reference. Like the idea that you're playing, <laughs> you're playing the Twilight Zone one. You like put it in a hole and then it just shoots out from somewhere else and hits you in the head. Like what the fuck? Where did that come well, from? It's a machine behind you three steps over and you're like, what? <laughs> And then, and then you get over there and they're like, they're like, who's Andrew Bascom? I'm like, wait, what? I'm Andrew Bascom and I, well, I don't have my wallet on me anymore. And they're carrying me out of there. It's just a full like yeah. sensory overload. They put you right into a it. monkey's like paw that. turns down one more finger. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> and it's giving you the middle finger. Yes. That's the one left. You're like, fuck you. Actually, that would be so good. You have this many balls left. And if one finger of the monkey's paw goes down, oh, and I'm like, no, man. monkey's paw. That's so, that's such a good idea that that could actually, I wouldn't be surprised if that were in the pinball machine are you okay <laughs> no tilt, I just tilt, 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 with, yeah, tilt. Tilt. i the goal should be for this podcast we should get a retrograde uh pinball machine i mean that's the next logical step absolutely there's you go pins mm-hmm. then you go t-shirts right and it's a full-blown pinball machine <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy though how expensive pinball machines are yes well they're incredibly complicated machines yes yeah like and that's why like there are there are a couple of uh there are a couple of arcades that focus on pinball machines in toronto right and if you if you're ever in there slightly right as they open, you'll see like a guy who's seventy years old, yes. working on this machine, and it opens up, and it looks like what I imagine a robot's brain looks like. I, it looks like it looks like to me every scene from that movie uh, with with Robin Williams. What is it? Toys, okay. toys. Yes, is, is that yeah, the one? Yeah, the really dark one. Just a, yeah, a bunch of Rube Goldbar machines, <laughs> yeah. just like everything moving around and intertwined, and yes. that's it. Just like a whole world living in there. Yeah, exactly. It's like you didn't have your gold was down in there. It's like what? How much gold do I need to put in here? It's like, well, there's a little weight and you need to put a bunch of gold. It's like, oh my God, that's so incredibly complicated. And so I think it's like the 90s was definitely a heyday of pinball machines, obviously a heyday of arcades in general. So it makes sense that, you know, Sonic tried to capitalize on both something that was popular inside of Sonic totally. and popular inside of popular culture. Did you ever, you know what it was also popular inside What's of that? Sonic? That that uh, real hot looking- uh, The pink one? <laughs> oh, oh no, I was talking about the woman that he made out with. Oh yeah, because I like that they created a female- Sonic hedgehog, I, well, yeah, hedgehog, I guess. Yeah. Um, even though, like, look, he's at not hedge- Sonic the Sonic, Andrew. He's, <laughs> he's not Mario Mario. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and then he went like, you know what? Now I'm on to human women. Now and you're yeah. like, whoa, <laughs> God, he grew up and he's a bad boy. He's you know, he is a bad boy, and, and sh- I would know. <laughs> oh, yes. You could tell by the sound of my voice. <laughs> you you go to these club <laughs> memberships where it's only bad boys. It's it's me and the Fawns and Sonic. Yeah, just hanging out. Oh my God, really? Hey, just we're the just three of you. we're just chasing tails. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we we. It, it, people say humans are the most dangerous game. Yeah, tails is pretty dangerous. Tails too. is pretty dangerous. Uh, not knuckles. Knuckles is with us. He's also a bad boy. Oh, I was gonna yeah. say he's man. our guide actually. Oh, really? Yeah, he is. He oh is. my god! I, he flies away. I would love to hear from the D pads. Who else do you think is in the bad boys club? Oh, uh, video games specifically, pop culture. Who else is in Mikey's club of the bad boys? That's a great question. I could tell you, but I'd rather hear what you think and tell you how wrong you are. Will Smith, Martin Lawrence, obviously. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. From yeah. the titular bad boys. Uh, yeah. uh, a lot of people don't realize this. Meryl Streep. Really? She's our president. Whoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Huh. You know what though? 
kind of see it, right? I understand. Yeah, 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 like, understand. Oh, yeah I get it. Um, I So moving away slightly from, from oh. pinball, actually, no, before we move away from <laughs> pinball, which you're desperately trying to get me to do, but I won't do it. I, I, no, no, what are you talking about? I want to talk about pinball. Oh, okay, then let's talk about it. Oh, okay, cool. Let's talk about it for the rest of the fucking episode. Iron this Maiden. Is, <laughs> this is the longest I think we've spent talking about one topic for the entire, we may, like, if we keep talking about pinball, we will have talked about pinball more than Red Dead Redemption 2 and Overwatch combined. Um, no, I, before we move on, I want to know because pinball lends itself very well to video games uh what are your favorite pinball video games well the one that came with the pc um yes yeah well there's android pinball and then there's the other one because android pinball was my pc pinball was that the one it was like a galactic pinball kind of there was another one yeah i can't remember the name of it yeah Uh, now i'm trying to think so that there's that unless you're talking about ski free and in which case i would say andrew that's not pinball no chips challenge was not minesweeper (laughs) yeah yeah Uh, have you ever like played minesweeper i'm so glad we're talking about this okay let's do this because because fuck my pinball question <laughs> yes that's i don't know why you were holding up that cue card saying mikey please ask me this <laughs> right we have a whiteboards that we write yes. to each other yeah, and exactly. we're like pointing at them like ask me this exactly um so minesweeper is incredible because it was like one of those ones where i'm like huh so i just have to when i was a kid and didn't understand it and also i guess didn't want to google things or search engines yes. were really a thing it was like well, how do I play Minesweeper? I'm just going to guess. It was all guessing. And then you find out that's the game. And you're like, huh. Wait a sec. No, it's not. Well, it kind of is though. No, it's not. It, oh, okay. It's, go on. Okay. Go. Andrew, so this is why it I is brought guessing. this. Th- nope. This is why I brought mm-hmm. this up. Okay. Minesweeper is an incredibly fun game. <laughs> it's and it's also oh, very okay. intuitive. No, trust me. So the, the, guess, the guesswork that goes into it is that you need to start off by clicking a square. That's guesswork. Yeah. You never know where, where no. it's going to be. But do you know what the numbers mean? Yeah, how many squares away it is from another? No, how many bombs are touching that square? Oh. So the way that it patterns out is you start to realize if there's a one here and a two here and a three here, then, well, it, there's got to be a mine here, so I'm going to flag this one. And that means that because there's only one touching this one, now I can click all around it, and that one's free. Like, it, it is, you can win nine out of 10 times if you're playing if you're playing right there is a small element of luck uh but but for the most part it's an entirely skill-based game and i'll prove it to you in congress oh yeah yeah we'll go <laughs> yeah. to court yeah and you'll have to show it um okay well that sounds great uh let's play so, one right now okay let's play one right now <laughs> oh another one Ooh. five <laughs> fuck <laughs> I'm just going to guess. Um, so yeah, no, like, yeah, it is amazing that we talked. I just have so many thoughts about pinball where it's like, I, I like it, but I don't know enough about it to love it. Yeah. And so I still find it very intriguing. Did you ever play uh, Pokemon pinball? No, no, no. Is that a thing? It was, it was great. I didn't know that. It was great. It had a, uh, it, it was for, I think the Game Boy Color and it had, if I'm correct, a rumble feature in it oh. or it was like a gyroscope feature. So no, no, it was a rumble feature. Yes. I'm pretty sure. Who are you arguing with? Carl. Oh boy. Oh boy. We need to talk. <laughs> he knows you're here. Oh God. He's talking. He's looking right at me. Kids with imaginary friends. It's scariest thing in the world. Terrifying. So when I was a kid. Oh no. And I had imaginary oh, friends. No. No. I, I'm, I'm not. Saying, I know you're not. I'm just very disappointed by this news. And I had imaginary <laughs> friends. I knew it was fake the whole time. Oh, okay, good. So every time my friends would be like, I've got an imaginary friend. I just assumed that they weren't complete idiots and they yeah. knew they weren't actually talking to anyone. Right. But it turns out some of them believed that they had an imaginary friend. That's creepy as fuck. I just, it's just lended itself too well to a horror movie. Yes. Where like, okay, his imaginary friend. And then you turn around, you see a shadow and you're yeah. like, oh my God. Or if you're Patrick, uh, what's his name in all the- Bateman? No, no, oh. in all the uh, the uh, uh, Conjuring movies. 
Oh, Wilson. Patrick Wilson. You're just sitting at the dinner table. Everyone's looking at you yeah. completely normal. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, for some reason, just cut frame the devil's behind you. Yeah, red face staring devil. at you. Yeah. The, the legit stereotypical devil. Yeah. Who, still scary. One of the scariest things I've seen in a long time. He took a break from his 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 <laughs> puppet carving, which he, apparently he does in hell, in his office. <laughs> yes. It is elevated office, so he can look over the 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 workers and just go like, you know, work harder, and like uh, just to prevent them from uni unionizing or something like that. Like, what is he yeah, doing up exactly. there? And if you don't think we're describing actual devil work, you're wrong. That's actual devil work. Um, what was that? The the insidious, I think, right? Insidious. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, <laughs> God, I don't know how we got there, but yes, that that idea has always been terrifying because I think the idea is that we, in somehow, in. in give the ability to pets and children oh, that yeah. they could see ghosts. Well, Why? We, we didn't give it to them. God gave it to <laughs> oh, them. Oh, yeah, God gave it yeah, to yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, I'm going to give you all the breath of humanity. You could do whatever you want, but I'm going to throw in some ghosts. Uh, <laughs> keep you on your toes. <laughs> God's a good guy. He's, yeah, just, he's just having a laugh, Remind man. you of your mortality. God um, is Ricky Gervais. Wouldn't that be a twist? Oh, my God. <laughs> We're just, just having, having a laugh. laugh. Oh, God, we can't do that. Um... <laughs> But yeah, so, we, so when a kid sees that, you're like, oh, so they see ghosts. Great. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so uh, where were we going with this? Well, no, we were talking about our favorite pinball games because oh. there, there are a lot of, of of themed, like just like there are themed pinball cabinets, there yes. are games that are themed around pinball and Pokemon pinball was always the one that I remember the was best. Was the ball? Yeah. Pokeball? Yeah, of course it was. Oh, yeah, that makes and sense. it was great. And you could you could press a button to kind That's of good. like ship. Yeah, it would let you press buttons, <laughs> which button. is like it's kind of key. When, I, when I'm reviewing a game, <laughs> yeah. first question. Shigeru, can I press buttons in this? Y N. You <laughs> M. Press or <button>. maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hideo Kojima always does maybe, and I never know whether to believe him. <laughs> Kojima has not decided at this point. <laughs> what the game will look like? So you slide it over, and it says buttons. Y N. Do you like me? Y N. <laughs> <laughs> There's, he just does like a drawing of a gold mask in the margins. And I'm like, I don't know what to make of this. Yes, exactly. We can go to a restaurant that is French best restaurant. And I don't know if that's <laughs> somehow like the best thing I've ever seen or the worst thing I've ever seen. Um, no. So, so I, I did like that game. I had an affinity towards pinball games in general. Yeah. Uh, I would play them out at, at, at uh, arcades. Pinball machines are the type of things where it's like, if you think your parents don't like arcades, mm have a pinball machine yeah. in the corner at a bar and they will flock to it like uh, chum to a bucket. I, I like it. Yeah. It's good. That's where chum goes in buckets. Right. I mean, we put it there. Right. But I guess right. in this metaphor, we've put our parents in the bar. Yes. So they're, it's the same. It's exactly the same. Okay. What if I, what if I said the pinball machine is the chum bucket? Okay. Our parents are sharks. Well, because I'm, I am afraid of my parents, but for much different reasons. Mm. If my parents were sharks, I would never go swimming with them. As you, as everyone knows, Mikey's very terrified of sharks. I mean, I don't know if I'd go so far as to say I'm afraid of them. They're afraid of me, probably, <laughs> and I don't like it's making things fear. uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. You're looking out for the sharks. And why am I going to be in the water when I'm going to risk getting my leather jacket wet? Ooh. Fonzie didn't when Fonzie he jumped over those sharks. <laughs> he jumped the sharks. Wearing a leather jacket. Amazing that that is how that saying actually started off. Yeah. Jump the shark was when Fonzie jumped. God, that sounds sharks. like we planned this whole thing. Um, okay, yeah, I agree with you. I think there is an older generation that that is video games. Yes. Then. There is that certain element of like play and competition, yep. which really at the heart of it is why we all play video games. Yeah. You know, there's a certain sense of like reward endorphins that like get fired off in your synapses. Yep. And it's the same thing with that. And, uh, and I agree with you. I just wish I knew more and how to be 
better. That's that's true. There, there's a bar in Toronto that I absolutely love uh, called Black Dice Cafe. Shout mm. out if you're from the area. And they have a kind of beaten down pinball machine, but that's kind of the aesthetic of this bar. Yeah. And uh, I remember I went over there for my birthday once. I was with other people and we were playing pinball and I got fucking obsessed with it that night. Yeah. And it's I just couldn't activity. stop playing. <laughs> well, I was feeling really awkward. I knew them. I didn't like them. Yeah, right. Fair um, and I loved it. So I have the ability in me to get in to uh, pinball, but obviously the reason we're doing this episode is not yeah. because we love pinball. It's because we have a soft spot for Sonic, and it was Sonic's 35th anniversary? 30th, 30th, 30th anniversary. Thank you. No so problem. you were wrong. Uh, anniversary oh, on uh, June 23rd. Yes. So it was just passed, but uh, we obviously wanted to tie in the Mario Golf release with Mario Golf. Uh, Mario wins over Sonic uh, this time. At the Olympics? Always at the Olympics. Always at the Olympics. Wario wins at the Olympics. Um, <laughs> so we wanted to, to do a uh, an iconic Sonic game, and what better than Sonic Spinball? Absolutely. Why not? Because we can indulge in our pinball fascination, yeah. and we can uh, say happy birthday to Sonic the Hedgehog. Indeed. Happy birthday. Oh, so sexual. Mr. Knuckles. <laughs> I'm going to be two knuckles deep in Sonic. You oh, know my what I mean. God. What? Jesus. He's a hedgehog. God. He likes it. Uh, I don't see how those two are tied together. Uh, oh, but, you want to see him tied together, <laughs> huh? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Sonic Hedgehog, 30 years, crazy. 30 like, years, crazy. What's your favorite Sonic game of all time? Oh, man. Uh, and plus, is Sonic the most troubled, well-known video game franchise That's a really good question. Ever? Like, yeah, how like, many great games does he have? I know people are going to fucking hate me for yeah, saying they're that. they're going to hate you for this. But like, legitimately, post 95, 96, how many great games does Sonic have? Very few. I think so. Yes. And I, I, this is coming from someone who absolutely loved Sonic Adventure when it came out. Yes. I also like Sonic. I like Sonic. I, I like him as a character. He's great. I just think he, like Sega, has been mismanaged often over, oh, over the course of the Fantastically mismanaged. Yeah. yeah, I agree with you. I, I The Genesis was my first console I ever owned. So Sonic the Hedgehog was the first game that I ever played. Yep. Like owning and like said, I'm going sure, to play sure. this game instead of somebody handing me a controller. Uh, so I have incredible amounts of like nostalgia attached to Sonic the Hedgehog. So it's like Sonic, Sonic 2, those would be your yes. favorite, your yes. favorite games. Yeah, I mean, I think most people, you, you kind of have to say that. Mm -hmm. Sonic Racers, sure, you may have a soft spot for, but it's yeah. no, it's no Crash Team Racing where it's so underrated that it could potentially be more enjoyable in some cases than Mario Kart. Yeah, it's not like, as racist as Diddy Kong Racing to stand out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're saying you have a problem with Taj? <laughs> Taj? Yeah, a few. A few problems? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. A little bit? What are, well, why don't you just act like an elephant? Ne well, I guess never forget it. Mm. Do you think... You know where I'm going with this. That No, keep going. Elephants? Mm, never forget. Remember 9-11? Oh, God. But, yeah, so you're right. We need to constantly remind people. Yeah. Never forget. Never forget. Because we'll forget it. Do they, and except, except they get, so they're going around to a zoo in my mind. Yes. And they're like, hey, monkeys, <laughs> never forget. Oh, so the, the elephants are in charge of it or we're doing this to the animals? I'm going to get to the elephants. Oh, okay. So we're doing this to the animals. We're terrorizing them by reminding them of 9-11. Something they had no involvement in as far as we know. <laughs> Rhinos, 9-11, never forget. Elephants? And they just a subtle nod between man and elephant. We know, we and know. moves on to giraffe. Giraffes, 9-11. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh god! Uh, yeah, no. As far as my favorite Sonic games, thanks for asking. Uh, probably the same thing. Sonic One, Sonic Two. Um, I 
But granted, we went back and we did Sonic 2 on this podcast. Yeah. And it, in terms of the speed and everything, in our opinions, it didn't hold up that well. We may need to go back and play it. I feel like you and exactly I have gotten... Exactly what I was going to say. When we started this podcast... We didn't really love retro games. We loved the idea of doing this because we've played games our whole life, yeah. but we would never really seek out retro games for a specific retro experience. Uh, what I was, I think to elaborate my point too, is that I, I, is that I wouldn't, I wouldn't go back and play retro games. I had a nostalgia for retro yes. games in the way that I would, someone would mention a game and I go, I used to love that game, Yes, but I would find no intention of ever going out to play these games ever right. again creating this podcast was to make an intention to go play those yes. games so that we would have to. And it's been interesting reminding ourselves of those things. We loved it, but I had no involvement in them. Right, right. And it's it's funny because when we first started, it's almost like we had forgotten how to play retro games yeah. in a weird way. Uh, now, I feel like we're much more equipped to quickly take the reins of a retro game and appreciate it for what it is, even if we don't appreciate it, to know what's it ex what it's expecting of us. Right. And that's a skill in and of itself. And I feel like maybe we played Sonic a little bit early. One of the big Agreed. factors there is like the first game we ever did on this podcast that we released yep. was Mortal Kombat. Mm -hmm. And we just did that for the 20th anniversary, I believe I it was. Like that, yeah. And we liked it a lot more playing it now than we did back in the day. Yeah. And it just, it goes to show that we've, we've, We've strengthened our uh, skills. We've sharpened that blade. Right. We've honed our senses. And I feel like if we did go back and play Sonic, some of us are probably asking, guys, why didn't you do, why didn't you give Sonic the Mortal Kombat treatment? I think in time we will. I think But we there's would. so much attached to Sonic that we want to explore to have these exact same conversations. Yes. What happened to Sonic? Like, why, why did it take such a deep dive? And we want to play the games around it to find out where did it go off the cliff? That's that's a good point. And if it did go off the cliff, did it kind of like hit the bottom mm -hmm. and then pop back up and go yeah. like, ah, and then all the coins, coins yeah, kind right. of shot out and right. then it went right back down? Because if that happened, then then it would be, that would be crazy because that's how <laughs> Sonic dies. Oh my God, he didn't even put that together. Yeah. Did you like Sonic the Hedgehog the movie? Andrew, I really did. Oh wow. I really did. Okay. The one thing that pisses me off about it, there's yeah. a marriage in this movie. Okay. And it doesn't involve putting a sonic ring on someone's oh finger. Oh my god! What the fuck? I didn't even think what about the fuck? that. Yeah, the, the coins itself is a super ambiguous. The rings. Use. The rings. Oh yeah, sorry. The rings. The rings are a super ambiguous use. In right. This, in the right. movie, it's kind of like. Did the girl uh, climb out of the the screen when you were watching it? Yeah, well, yeah, thousand yeah, percent. Yeah, but yeah, that's yeah. almost every time I turn on the television. So, uh, <laughs> like, and but my problem is every time I turn off the television, lops off her hand completely. <laughs> It's incredible. Um, but you, no, see, I think she's doing that on purpose. Uh, she wants to come back the next day. I forgot my hand. <laughs> the person leaves the sweater at your house. Exactly. Yeah, I'm sorry. Did I leave my hand Did in I your place? Did I leave my hand here? <laughs> also, I guess while I'm here, I'll haunt you. Um, I guess kill you, really. Doesn't the, the ring go kill? Because you get the call saying you're going to die in seven days, right? Maybe you. Mm. But like, I don't know. She just like Netflix and chill, man. I don't answer unscreen calls anymore either. Oh, you know what I mean? But, if I don't have your number saved, I'm answer, not answering that call. Oh, that's yeah. Wait, so what would happen <laughs> if you watched the video but didn't accept the phone call? What the fuck is this? Nowadays, I bet you she could text. Oh, I bet text. you she could text. And it, and it, you better not leave her on red. <laughs> you fucking better not leave her on red. She'll be so pissed off. Oh, yeah. You get those calls just going like, you know, your cryptocurrency account is in trouble. And yeah. I'm like, okay, thanks, buddy. Yeah. You're going to die in seven days if you watch this video. Oh, okay. Okay, All right. sure, thanks. sure. Yeah, I know. Just tell my friend to come crawl through the screen and watch <laughs> watch Kiaro and Rakalo, Rakuma with me. Speaking of that. Yes. 
Mikey, yes. what have you done this week? What, who are you? What is your life? Uh, what you are you know about? What? So uh, last week, I told a good friend of mine oh. about a game that I absolutely loved. Oh. And uh, it was met with a, uh, a reserved response. And I was accused <laughs> of never finishing anything and probably that I won't finish this game. Um, and I haven't yet oh. finished Ratchet and Clank. But you set that up for yourself. I know, but I, it would have been so cool if I could say I did, but I can't. Yeah. Because I would never lie to the D-pads. No. I would lie to you. Oh, yeah. Constantly. Constantly. And thoroughly. Constantly. <laughs> like, I always tell you how much I love doing this podcast. Yeah, thanks. And I do. Uh-huh. It's great. Okay. It, like, I love no it. No one's believing you right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just get on to Ratchet and Clank. I haven't finished it. Okay. But we established I'm, I'm that. like 85% of the way through. Like, well, I'm very, 70, very close. So. I was 69%. Oh, nice. So I put in another 10%. That's yeah. pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. And I, I'm, I'm kind of bummed out because I'm going to be away for a week. So I'm really trying to finish it in the next day or two. But it's like the way things are wrapping up. I, don't shake your head I, at me. I shake your head not you at home. Shaked, not you, at shaked home. Your, you shook your head so hard that I think the listener was like, what was that sound? What happened there? You sound like fucking Usain Bolt crossing the finish line. You sound the like the ring girl trying to leave my television. Or Sonic trying to get a ring. Oh my goodness. <laughs> trying to get a ring. <laughs> Just like, yeah, just like that girl trying to get on the phone with me. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so so you are still enjoying I'm it. I'm still really fucking okay. enjoying it. Okay. I really am. Um, did I did I mention this on the podcast uh, last week that I clearly love this game and I've been tweeting about it, but I released a video uh, like critique. Like, uh, like show- I don't think you said this on the podcast. So let me say this quickly because if you've been following me on Twitter at Retrograde Mikey, I'm speaking over here with at Retrograde Andy What's and up? we have at Retrograde Pod as well. Present. When I first started playing Ratchet and Clank, I yep. was tweeting like a maniac, like everything about, I was enamored by this game. I couldn't believe it, how good it was. And, and people were almost getting mad about me <laughs> being like a fanboy about yeah. it. I, in the first level during like the training segment, I tried to go from rail to rail in Ratchet and Clank as you do. Just like a Friday night. Just like a, from rail to rail, baby. In <laughs> Toronto, things are opening back up. Lombaxes definitely do cocaine. Um, and I, something glitched out and I fell through the map and I continued to fall and I saw the entire world and the universe and I just kept falling for like five, 10, 15 minutes. I just kept on going. So I released a video of that on TikTok. You can follow me at Soupplant. What's S-O-U-P-P-L-A-N-T. And it, and I was critiquing it, kind of making fun of it. I was like, oh, this game is so next gen that they make you live through the five stages of grief, Dabda, every time you die. Yeah. Cause there's like depression, yeah. acceptance, acceptance Dab. No, that's the last bargaining. one. Anger, depression, anger, bargaining. No, denial, denial. anger, yes. bargaining, depression, acceptance. There we and go. Dab, dab. Uh, it was just a little joke that I made. And it it got almost, it got about 900,000 views at this wow. point. And everyone, the reason why I got so many views is because people were fucking pissed off at me thinking <laughs> I was hating the game. And I found out, I found myself going from this person who was getting accused of being too much of a fanboy yeah. to a person who was being accused of, of being unfair to the game. And I'm like, guys, I just want everyone to have fun and laugh. What the fuck is happening right now? It was uh, insane. It's almost like you discovered the internet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh my goodness. I, I can't, I can't do it anymore. So like we have, I have friends all the time that talk about like, I got to quit Twitter. I got, yeah. I'm done with Twitter. And I'm like, really? I'm uh, you Twitter? know what I call those people? Quitters? Andrew. Yes. <laughs> You got to give me like a wink when it's rhetorical or something like that. Um, is, uh, is, and I'm like, I was like, wow, that's weird. I've had Twitter for 13 years, which by the way, oh God, kill me. And I'm like, I like Twitter. It's actually a news source for me. I, you know, I get whatever. 
And it's because I realized I never read the comments underneath. Yeah, that's, never, that's a great point. I never click on it and go, what does everyone else think about this? Yeah. You know? It's a quick way to hate most of humanity. Yes. Comment um, section in general, anywhere. Yeah. Not even Twitter, but just like your news website. It's your, just terrible. Yeah. Don't, uh, don't do it. Another quick way to hate most people mm -hmm. is by uh, playing a game that we love called Overwatch, Andrew. Oh. And you mentioned, uh, you know, they're beta testing right now, crossplay. Yes, yeah. So you can play on on your are you playing on playstation right now i'm playing on playstation right now. and you can play with people on xbox and on pc yeah have you found how's that been working for so you? i got it literally today okay uh and i played four games uh because i was winning and i so so mikey plays on a pc yes i play on on console and we've had discussions about how you know how wildly different it is to play games you know not even overwatch specifically but any game yeah on pc versus uh console especially graphics, a first person shooter especially for yeah that's yeah. a good point. And then when it comes to control specifically, and because your accuracy is so much better when yep. you're using a mouse yep. as, opposed to, as opposed to a controller, uh, which I'll have to take his word for, but it makes sense logically. Um, and so I I thought, oh God, this game's going to get very difficult for me. Right, Because right. I like playing DPS. I like playing the first person shooter or the offensive player, uh, if you've never played Overwatch. And I thought, oh crap, I'm going to get bumped out by some guy that's like really good. Right, right. And I was shocked that I was, first of all, holding my own. And I just want to say too, it's not, this is not a story about Andrew being good. This uh -huh. is a story about, I think consoles might be not as uh, downtrodden as Why we think Why do I feel like we're about to hear about how good you are at something? So, because I kicked ass for four straight <laughs> games and just wiped the floor with people and had gold medals all everything, which is when you get the high score in yep. your specific category. And I was like, wait a second, this is amazing. But I didn't notice the difference of how, how excellent some of the PC players were it wasn't in the DPS, which I thought it was going right, to be the offensive right. position. It was in the support and the healing, yes. which was remarkably talented. The healer won the game for us. Right. Like just by flying all over the place, the, the healer revived me three times in one turn. And I was like, oh shit, this, this mercy is incredible. Yeah. So I'm interested to keep playing crossplay. I'm interested to see that it will get new players playing together. Maybe some new strategies, maybe some new stuff. And, uh, and I think it's really exciting. Hey, you know? keep, keep an eye on our, uh, Twitter accounts. Cause I would fucking love to get some of you guys uh, <gasps> online with us. Andrew, I'd, I'd love to hop on with you as well. And Let's we can, do we it. Can get some people there. Maybe, maybe we'll start a fucking discord or something where we ah, can, that's yeah, a fun that, idea. That's, uh, that's not a bad idea where we can be in touch or, you know, feel free to send us a DM slide into our DMS. Mm -hmm. I'll mm -hmm. send you a new, Right now, hundred percent. Well, we do. We canonically do these in the nude. We do. So uh, we just need to take a picture of Let's us just, recording. We'll take, a, we'll take a selfie at the end. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, um, I I can't wait. I, I would love to play that. And uh, I haven't tried crossplay yet. I'd be interested to see what how it differentiates the competition. <laughs> Mikey, I understand you haven't played it yet because you have Ration Clank not to finish. Yes. I listen. As far as long as that's not finished. Oh, I have played a little bit of Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> I did play Overwatch for a couple hours oh, one day. Did the sun rise this morning? <laughs> did the dog bark at the cat? Mikey has played Overwatch today. I have. I have. It was a couple days ago, but yes, it felt great. I do love that game as much as I hate it. I love it. Um, and hopefully we love and not hate this game oh. uh, that we're focusing on today, which is Sonic Spinball. Nice. Now, if I said that too fast for you, I didn't say Sonic's Pinball. No. I said Sonic Spinball. Sonic Spinball. Interesting. Because mm. it should be Sonic's Pinball. Well, I think it's a pun. Um, it's so it released November 23rd of 1993. And if you're thinking, wow, that's quite close to the holiday season. That's because this was intentional. The Sonic three was being worked on 
by the Japanese team at Sega at the same time as Sonic and Knuckles was being worked on. And they realized that neither of those games were going to be released in time for the holiday season. Mm. A year prior to that, Sonic 2 came out on Sega and sold oodles of systems. Mm. It got them a ton of market share. So that's what everyone was interested in, right? They broke off the, uh, the, the Sega US team to say, we need a game in the next two months that has Sonic in it. Okay. From scratch. So the whole oh. the, the whole development cycle, it started in about August from the planning stage okay. and it shipped and released on November of 23rd. They had two months to actually code and develop the game, okay. um, which is absolutely absurd. And given that it wasn't terribly received, that's actually pretty impressive, mm-hmm. uh, especially because the idea isn't terrible. Like, like if you think of other ideas that you could have that could have been easy cash-ins, this doesn't feel like one that's that's completely garbage. No, you mean like it does make sense. The tie-in does make sense. Right. That's why I actually kind of shocked it wasn't like a port. It wasn't like a skin that they put over it or something right, like right. that. Right, right. No, from from scratch. Wow, interesting. Okay. It's it's pretty cool. So so it was, uh, uh, it well, wait, did you say it wasn't a spinoff? Uh, no, I didn't. Oh. I said it was a port, but that I should have said spinoff. Yeah. That's really good. Fuck. Pun intended. Fuck. Because you know what happened there is you said port and as you said it, I stopped listening to you and I looked at my notes and it said spinoff. Oh. And then I had written you, down you look, pun intended. And then you look back, did you say spinoff? And I'm like, no. <laughs> okay, save it. I'm going to say <laughs> Good. I have a joke upcoming. Um, so it's, it's interesting because this is a game where Sonic saves the world from Dr. Robotnik who has, for whatever reason, entrapped the world in a pinball type mechanism. Why? Mm-hmm. That's a great question. And I don't know. I don't think he knows at this point why he does what he does. I don't think Dr. Robotnik is an actual fleshed out character. <laughs> I think that's oddly we've given him like so many different storylines and why yeah. he's a villain. He, uh, so he, uh, he's using, uh, this may surprise you, but the chaos emeralds, he's using them to power this mechanism. Wait, that, but that's like, no, that's bad. Andrew, he he does whatever he wants. Oh God. And he's going to enslave real animals and probably turn them into robots if Sonic doesn't stop him. Oh my God. So what does Sonic animals. do? Turns himself into a goddamn pinball <laughs> and climbs his way up these mechanisms, which is crazy to me. It's what everyone would do. The hero yeah. who like saved the world a year ago yeah. is turning himself into a ball. Like this is canonical in the Sonic universe. Mm. What are we looking at? Well, in the in, when he is at his best in the normal games, he's in a ball. Yes. So, but not to. I guess there are also bumpers and stuff like that. There spin. are. So that does also kind of work. Mm. But would, would I? It's like what, this was the master plan the whole time. Well, I think the master plan mm. is for Doctor Robotnik to make everyone's lives better. You're because, on Doctor Robotnik's side. So here's the thing: <laughs> we don't know anything about him. Right? No. We don't. You think you think he doesn't have any personality? I think history is written by the winners. Mm. Dr. Robotnik wanted to give us a world where pinball is our entire life? That yeah. sounds amazing. Yeah. Sonic stopped him from doing that? Yeah, okay. Yeah, this is interesting. He want you, you're pro animal slavery. I've o- always have been. Yeah, you always, always have will been. be. Everyone knows that about you. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you think I have a dog? I was going to say domesticated pet ownership, I guess. Slavery? <laughs> I don't know what we're doing here. Basically. Yeah. Well, yeah. What are you going to do? Um, yeah. Okay. You're right. Dr. Robotnik deserves <laughs> deserves a fair trial. We should <laughs> give him a fair trial. Yeah. Because I, sh- think, I think they basically yeah. just, just whitewash him. 
I don't think that's the right word. No, I don't think that's the right word at all. But you know what? how the court case would go? How? He would wheel in a pinball machine. Oh. <laughs> and he'd be like, uh, let me show you. Let me show you. Isn't Not this so bad. super fun? Not Wouldn't so bad. you like this for your entire existence? Exactly. And Sonic's there like, objection, your honor. <laughs> yeah. And just tapping his foot. We're running out of time. <laughs> Scarfing down chili dogs. <laughs> yeah, Sonic doesn't seem like a great dude. Sonic is a piece of shit. He's got to be. Yeah. What is happening? Why Why aren't we giving more credence to Dr. Robotnik? That's why I believe the Sonic the Hedgehog movie is propaganda. <laughs> oh, and it, it has to be. Yeah. It always has been. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. James Marsden? Ugh. More like James Mars... Then I want someone else okay, to play good. in my yeah, movie. Absolutely. Ben Schwartz? You could finish that. Yeah. Ben Schwartz on my nose are more beautiful than you. Oh, that's pretty good. Warts, yeah, nice. Yeah. Okay, that's Who else pretty is in good. that movie? Let's do uh, Jim Carrey. Jim carrying the weight of this goddamn movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point there. That's pretty good. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I agree that this is like, but then again, we do this with a lot of these video games from this period where we're like, there wasn't really a story. Do you guys want to like, just kind of lay on a story on top yeah, of it? Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. All the story takes place like in the instruction book and that's yeah. about it. Yes. Like that's how they get all their exposition done. <laughs> Which wasn't a terrible thing. I liked reading through the instruction books. Back I did in too. Day. I did too. Um, so I mentioned the Chaos Emeralds. Those are a mainstay in the Sonic universe. Uh, they just kind of use them for everything. Like, what's the source of the evil? The Chaos Emeralds. So kind of like the Infinity Stones in Marvel. Like not, Kryptonite not for Superman. Them. Kryptonite for Superman. Yeah. Exactly. Um, when you beat a level, this is the craziest thing about this game. Oh, I'm so excited. When you beat a level, yeah, you get to a bonus level. Great. And that bonus level consists of, in true Lynchian fashion, Sonic at a real pinball machine. Oh my God. Playing pinball. <laughs> what? You played Sonic now playing pinball at a real pinball machine. It's, what? That's that your bonus episode. Well, I, you know, then again, during when I played Untitled Goose Game, at the end, a goose would be playing the Untitled Goose Game. <laughs> And I was like, man, this goose is so bad at this game. It sucks. <laughs> you press A to honk, which makes it honk, which makes a button to press, yes, which makes, yeah. Exactly. God damn. Talk I, about Rube Goldberg. That, that, that concept is just baffling to me. I don't remember that. Did you play this game first of all? As I a did kid? not, no. I did play it as a kid and I really liked it, but I don't remember those bonus episodes. Wow. Probably because I was just too dumb to finish the first level. I was young back then. Yeah. But we'll see we'll see when we play it. Um the development team as I mentioned was was kind of funny because the Japanese team was busy working on the two mainstays in Sonic, Sonic 3 and Sonic and Knuckles. And then like Sega always did, the shafted American branch of Sega gets to work on the pinball iteration and is only given two months to do it. Two uh, months. Two Crazy. months. Two months. Uh, based, like I said, off of Casino Night Zone, which in their research mm -hmm. was the most popular level in Sonic. Uh, and another pitfall of this game, uh, to bring up the name of another game. Very good. Very well done. Nice. Thank you. Um, the uh, the the head of Sonic team at the time, or the lead designer, uh, Hero... Greg Knuckles. Greg, <laughs> Greg, Greg Knuckles met with Doug Bowser. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Hirokazu Yasuhura, uh, Yasuhara, sorry, uh, explained to the team that the original Sonic theme, which they had used in the game, was not owned by Sonic Team. Oh, the gosh. rights to it were owned by another band called Dreams Come True, a Japanese band, the lead singer of which had written the original mm. uh, uh, version, but Sonic or Sega did not own the rights. Oh, Jesus. So they had to get Howard Drosen, who had done the theme song or theme music for Comic Zone, okay. Die Hard Arcade, Sonic and Knuckles, and obviously Wu-Tang Shaolin style. Yeah, uh, much right as we did on the podcast. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And eventually we'll do Wu-Tang Shaolin style. For that was, sure. That wasn't a bad game. Um, he wrote the theme in two hours. Yeah. And then they basically just 
patched it in, shipped the game out, and that was that. <laughs> oh my um, god. The legacy of this game, Sonic Pinball Party, came out in 2003. Not Sonic Spinball Party, though, so that's, they gave up a, on it. They gave up on it. Too confusing. Too confusing. And did you know that there was a roller coaster that was sponsored by Sonic Pinball uh, in the Alton Towers theme park in where 2010? The, where the hell is that? Alton Towers? I don't know. Okay. But I didn't do that much research. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I could tell. Wikipedia can only take me so far, Andrew. Oh, right. Of course. <laughs> um, Alton Towers. In 2010? 2010. So there was a huge clamoring for people like, what about Spinball? That's a great question. Wow. But I would have gone on it. If you told yeah. me that was still out, I would do. I would go on that right now. My God. Is, speaking of theme parks, Avengers Campus has opened up in Disney. Oh, yes. And I so desperately want to go down for that. I've seen the videos of like Spider-Man doing the intro and like yeah. all the acrobatics. And all I could think of is this is turn off the dark all over again. People are going to get so injured doing this. I'm so sorry. Have you not heard about this though? No. It's a real person and then it's a robot. So that person spinning with webs and stuff and flipping is a robot. What? That they programmed to do it. Holy shit. It's so crazy. That's bizarre. Oh, it's a, oh buddy. So that robot's going to get hurt. Yes, exactly. We need to start and that we're robot okay union. With this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you want to call something it, Andrew, it shouldn't be the hedgehog. It should be the robot. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. But I can't wait to go down for cruising 3SA. Oh, to, yeah. To, That's a great, great idea. Um, so uh, reception of this game was kind of all over the place. An overall Metacritic score of 61%. EGM gave it a 7. IGN 7.5. And GamePro a 7. So it felt like people liked the game enough to just kind of put up with yeah. the fact that it was there, deal with some of the controls, but they all thought it felt a little bit rushed, which it was. Yeah. You know, it's not the game's fault. It's it's uh, 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 the fault of Sega for not properly managing their assets, apparently. Uh-huh. That um, and many other things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, because neither of us have, uh, or sorry, because you haven't played the game, I did yeah. play the game, I'm not going to give it the retro score mm. until uh, we get back and actually play cards the game. Cards close to the vest. Cards close to the vest. I used to say cards close to the chest, mm. and then people are like, no, it's the vest. And I was like, yeah, but you put the vest on your chest. Mm. So I'm not wrong. Spiritually, no. Right. Actually, yes. But I am a very spiritual person. <laughs> yes. And you're often wearing vests, which I find very odd. Yeah, exactly. So like vests and nothing else. <laughs> yeah. It's great. It's great. Didn't Breezy. You have, did you have a story like that as a kid where you like came downstairs and you're like, just in a vest? Oh no, I was just in cowboy boots. Oh, that's what And I was. call myself the naked cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that guy in Times Square is going to sue. And there was a snake in my boots. Oh, because my yuck was hanging there. There we go. You know what I mean? Very good. I was very young. <laughs> okay. Well. Oh, the good old days. Um, so I think maybe we we take a break and go play this game, Andrew, because yeah. uh, I'm raring to go. I'm I'm spinning my wheels thinking oh. of other things to, 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 to say before we play this game, but nothing's coming. I'm so my excitement excited. is just geared towards Sonic Spinball. Oh. I'm so excited to go play this game. This is going to be great. With me. Uh, we will see you guys on the other side. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, here's something for you. Sega. Tilt. Oh, this Sonic is exciting. The Hedgehog Spinball. Oh, this is exciting. Now, this sounds like a song that was made in two hours, if I've ever heard one. <laughs> Ooh, Whoa. We got a little intro. Oh, this is so Whoa. demonic. Okay, so Sonic is uh, flying towards... Oh. Oh, Dr. Robotnik's lair, and he falls in the water just randomly. And dies. Oh, now he's good. Player one, start. Okay, here we go. Start. Oh, God oh, damn it. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. So, okay, Mikey went down the, the secret trap on the side where, um, you know, your ball just immediately goes down, except since you could control Sonic, he was able to save himself, except a robotic lizard tried to eat you. Goodness yeah, so, gracious. But I jumped out of the way. So, it's cool, though, because you can control Sonic 
as he's going through the level, which oh. is really cool. I actually really like that. Oh, oh my God! It's not so the, the lizard monster has gotten him. Wow! Oh, so I escaped. So out. to explain what happened there, somehow. Uh, as you go into like the trap, so basically what would have made you lose in yes. an old- in, Where in, in the pit, pit would be in a normal- Oh, oh shit, in a, in a pitball, pinball machine. Yeah. You get into a, uh, there's like this ledge where you can get yourself out of it. Mm -hmm. So uh, a little animal tries to kill you every little time animal. you do it. A big- Metal lizard. Listen, a dragon, per se, if you will. If I, you're I will not. Okay. It's a little animal with a big heart. Or sorry, a big animal with a big heart. But yeah, it's a huge animal with it. Probably a massive, huge heart. <laughs> All right, so round two out. here. Mikey's going to try it out. He's learned a little bit from last time. So it is a really cool combination of two things. Oh, boy. Lizard's guy is going to come up. Oh, there we oh. go. So it also seems like he comes out faster the more you fall down. The more there. you fall down. So it gives you, basically, it, it, it's it's so that you don't immediately lose when you fall down, which is appreciated. At first, you know what? When I found out that you could control. Safety lids open. What did you do? Oh. Oh, some big scores for draining slime. I drained slime. Now you got to get this the emerald. Is, this is that typical thing, though, of pinball where it's like, I don't really know how or what I'm doing, but yeah. it, it seems like I'm doing a good job. Turns out we needed to drain slime. No. Oh. The buttons. The buttons. So he's gotten the lizard mouth and he's out. Thank God. The so it turns out we trained, we drained the slime, something we didn't know we had to do anyway. Oh, okay. So in this level, you are, instead of falling into the toxic slime, which we were talking about previously, yes. you get into a bucket and you can, you can, you can, you use your, your way out apparently. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I got to say like that satisfaction of pinball where you get yourself like trapped in an area and then it, and then that's your way to like get more points because you're hitting more buckets and stuff. Yeah. In that case, literally buckets, but like little little bumpers. Oh, oh and shit! He's I got, dead. The, got the slime here. Why don't you take a try? Yeah. Um, that satisfaction of getting into a specific area and then constantly hitting something and getting points, points, points. That's reiterated in this. Yeah. It, it does feel kind of satisfying, but now we have to start at the beginning of the level. So each board, I guess we'd call it a board, has a mission, and the mission is basically to get your way through to the next board by either like hitting a lever or like in this case, oh, training right. sludge. Okay. Ooh, so Andrew, when you, when you uh, go into like in between the little bumpers, yeah. you're definitely not going to want to jump into the water immediately. You're going to try to jump back up. So in this first board, we you have to get up into a little secret area. Oh, nice. Andrew just did a great idea. Instead of letting himself fall down between these two secret areas, he... You kind of just like jumped with Sonic, like like yeah. not with the direction of a of a pedal or a bumper. You just kind of like jumped your way into the secret area, which I didn't think to do because I I'm thinking more traditional pinball terms. Oh my god! At the top, so there's this there's this uh, a screen at the top that kind of explains what's going on. So if something happens, it'll say like sewer warp or something. And when these birds come onto the screen, it says clock alert. I thought it said cock alert at first. <laughs> <laughs> and Mikey's like, what do I got to do now? <laughs> okay. It is uh, kind of crazy uh, to think uh. about the fact that you will probably need to get through every level in order to beat this board. That would take a long time this and is, be relatively difficult. Oh, this is a long game. Granted, you haven't died yet in no. this. So it's like you've, you've 
fallen down, but it gives you the ability to save yourself. So that's good. So while it's taking a long time, it's not like it's that difficult. No, it, it, it really, if you take your time, it's not so bad. That being said, the, I, it is giving me the pinball vibes in the way that like my hands are incredibly sweaty because I'm like yeah. stressed out about yes. everything all the time. I totally get that. We have no idea what's going on. I, I, this is, you know what? I will say it's respecting the heart of pinball by constantly being baffling. Confusing as fuck. Cut it out. I hit, I hit him with, I hit Sonic with a paddle and he went, hey, knock it off. Hey, I got an emerald. Oh, you got an emerald. Fuck. Okay. That's great. Why? How? Don't, it doesn't matter. Hey, stop asking so if many goddamn questions. If we had to do that again, we would never be able to do it. No. But now we're starting from scratch again. Hopefully, okay, so everything's opened up. So you know what? This is actually pretty fucking cool. Each level is is almost like an open world. You can go where you want in the board to eventually get to collect all the emeralds. And it, it's it's kind of fun. Go. Okay. Oh, oh you fucking it. bird. Oh, oh. no. God damn birds. These We're birds. We're trying to save oh, you. I, these birds come up so that it's like, there's there's a specific path I need to go down and the bird is supposed to be there to like prevent you from, every time I hit a good shot, the bird's there. It's making like you- Like again. It's making you hit the shot two times in a row. Yeah, basically. That's what I was trying to say. Like you got to get the bird out of the way so you can hit it. Uh, how about a ride? Huh? What's what does that mean? I don't know. How about a ride? Oh, fucking bird. Good. I'm glad it's dead. I love killing birds. Birds. One one stone, two stone. I don't give a fuck how many stones. I throw three stones. Ah. How heavy do you think the bird was? Three oh, stone? There go. Oh, three stone. Here you go. I think I can get... Oh! Oh, boy. Can you go left and right? Let's You're holding out. an oar. You can. Because it said, how about a ride? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I don't want to risk it because I figured I'd die if I were in the... Uh... <gasps> the stone! The chaos emerald! Yeah, emerald power! So that's a second emerald. Okay. Wow. Okay, this game just is... keeps surprising me. This game is uh, the best game I've ever played, I believe. <laughs> oh, the birds, the dude. Birds. You know what, Mikey? That was a lot of fun. I enjoyed, I I enjoyed my I time liked... with it. With that, let's see what the little high score says. We got 15 million. We almost got to 25. That's pretty good. And we are now clearly the high score ever. Wow. We beat it by the second highest score was 2 million. Oh, that is disturbing music. Did That's you terrible that? music. Oh my God, that was awful. Leave it to two hours before deadline. <laughs> <laughs> I like that they would hear it and they go, man, this is awful. It's like, you gave me two hours, guys. <laughs> All right, Andrew, let's talk about this shit. Let's talk about it. But I won't call it shit again, or will I? Oh, I don't know. We'll see. And welcome back to the retrograde. Tilt. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Andrew, good. that's how we left off the last oh, segment. Oh, right. It's like nothing never changed. Nothing never changed. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I meant that. I meant every word of that. Yeah. You can't convince me differently. <laughs> I, I would I would never not try. Okay, very good. <laughs> so we just played Sonic Spinball. Yes. Yes, that is correct. Uh, and you know what? Even though we're hanging out in the sewers with a bunch of, you know, uh, unsultry type people. Yeah. Kind of an enjoyable experience. Man, very much yeah. enjoyable. So I was worried because I played this. It wasn't on uh, the Genesis that I played it. I played it on the Game Gear. Mm. And that so that would have been kind of like a, 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 a 
cut down version of this a yeah. little bit. The Game Gear, fucking, I am such a Game Gear apologist. Were you that, using 18 or 21 AA batteries? <laughs> batteries, <laughs> oh my God, dude. It is insane how heavy that thing got. Oh God, yeah. It would never, like I would fly from Toronto to New York oh. on my oh. private jet. Oh wow. And it would run out of batteries like halfway through. The jet? The jet. Oh my God. Because just the existence of a Game Gear <laughs> on the jet would be sucking power. The Game Gear is the reason why they still to this day at the beginning of every flight say don't turn on your electronic <laughs> devices <laughs> or if you turn it off and then the plane starts plumbing towards the earth yeah. turn it back on turn it back on <laughs> keep it it's now it's like a self-propulsion machine <laughs> yes. it's just like uh, yes we need uh, our navigation system has gone down does anyone have a game gear in the back no <laughs> oh boy i think we're in trouble we're driving blind what about a palm pilot <laughs> yeah um, uh no i i so i was worried that all of my appreciation for this game would have come from the fact that it was sonic mm. and it was a video game that i could play handheld yeah I, so i was almost i'm glad that we played the game before giving the reviews because i feel like i would have been hesitant to give it what i actually thought of oh. it because i would have been like it wasn't that good it yeah. wasn't that good but it turns out it it was like w when we stopped playing i was kind of like i if this re-released on the switch i would be all over it this feels like an incredible mobile game yeah it yeah. really feels re like built Honestly, for the proportions of a phone as well. Yeah. You know, phones work really well because they're taller than they're wider, right? right? Unless you tilt it. But, ooh, tilt. Ooh. Um, but it really works well because that's what a pinball board books looks like. Right. You know what I mean? So it, there's a lot of elements about that. The, uh, the one thing I don't like about that, uh, though, like the idea of it being mobile, uh, is that the transition from a real pinball machine to a phone is all, or sorry, to a screen is already removing a lot of the analog feel of pinball, which makes mm -hmm. it so mm -hmm. good. But you gain the creative ability to move Sonic midair and have these crazy sewers busting apart and mine carts and all that and to move from board to board to board. But I still really do like the fact that I press a button to engage the flipper. So on a phone, not having that, yeah. I wonder if I, if that increasing lack of tactile it, what do you laugh at i'm just saying when you propose to your dolphin uh, friends that's engaging the flipper <laughs> engage the flipper <laughs> i like it thank you i like that a lot that's one of those ones uh, uh the world needs to hear what i have to think well, it was like, you just looked so proud of yourself when you when you i knew you had an idea i'm like whatever i'm gonna say doesn't matter as much as what he thinks he has to say right now so i was like i'll give you the shot i just imagine a large ring on a flipper <laughs> a sonic ring yeah well it'd have to be it almost what about an way. inner tube <laughs> <laughs> just put an inner tube on the flipper. He's like, I'm I I like the symbolism. And this is the this is the, the dolphin talking. Okay. In this cadence. <laughs> I like the symbolism, but it's really tough to swim with this thing on. I, I can imagine. Yeah. And then yeah, you gotta look after your partner now. So um yeah, no, I, I do get that. The, the the thing is when you leave a pinball machine and take it to any other uh medium, yeah, you lose that chunkiness. And yeah, that, yeah, yeah, and yeah. that is the real appeal of a pinball thing. It makes noises. It shakes in your hand, moves. You know yeah. what I mean? You can feel it hitting. The paddle's swinging. You could feel in the button. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's I, never, there's never a moment where you're playing pinball where you're like, oh, what the fuck? That like, it never it can't glitch out. No. It's all real. That's like, a good point. Which is, which is, so it's all on you. There are moments where you hit something and it just the ball goes all the way down the center and there's nothing you can do like about it. Like a mechanical it. bird, per se. Right, yes. like, a, like a mechanical bird indeed. Yes. Yes. Yeah, because in this level, and I so I think, you know, this game did many things and, you know, some pro, some con, whatever, but I I never lost for, the fa for a second that we're playing pinball. And I think it kept a lot of the charms of pinball in this game entirely to, to make you, to give that, like, that that base level satisfaction. Yeah. No, I agree. It it felt- Oh, good. I, I, and, and Andrew, I, I often do. Yep. 
agreeable. You're an agreeable person. I am a very agreeable person, and no one can say otherwise. <laughs> no, no or one. I'll fucking kill them. They're liars. They're liars. <laughs> They're liars. If they say I'm not agreeable, I disagree with them wholeheartedly <laughs> yeah. with everything they've ever said. Um, I, you know what? What is good about this game, though, is that it 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 is absurd, mm. but it doesn't not feel like pinball. It doesn't. Absolutely. It doesn't lose. When, when we started off the game. And you're controlling Sonic walking from left to right. Immediately, I was like, oh, fuck, wait, what? Why? Like, I don't remember this. Yeah, huh. why? And it turns out there are limited moments where you can walk. As as hard as it is to control, like, they clearly didn't build a good system of controls to allow him movement mm-hmm. beyond being a pinball. But I like the idea that you almost find your way in between the board yes. sometimes. Yes. Like one, one, I think the coolest moment of this game was when we'd clearly opened a door. We drained the slime. Drain that as slime. one often does when you're stuck in a pinball machine yes, when sure. you're in pers- in hot pursuit of uh, Doctor Robot. <laughs> like, have you have you tilted? Yeah. Have you drained the slime? Mm, you got to drain the slime. That's probably your problem. There kicks the tires a couple times when you're when you're a Navy SEAL like I was, a mm-hmm. uh, very agreeable Navy SEAL. <laughs> um, they teach you three things when you enter a room. What's that? You check your corners. Oh, uh, that's you good. Tilt and you drain the slime. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's how you guys killed Osama bin Laden. That's how we killed Osama. Sorry, uh, sorry, I said it. I know you're not supposed to say that. Uh, Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, we we didn't throw him in an ocean. He's in some slime. That's what I'll say. (laughs) With Walt Disney and Ted Williams. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Um, the uh, No, but it did feel cool to kind of feel like we were in between the boards a little bit or like in between moments. It felt like you were kind of breaking the game. Mm. And this moment <clears throat> that we experienced- Oh, God, you're so emotional. It was just like unlike anything I've ever seen before. Oh, my God. Where we'd opened up, we drained the slime, and we're- <laughs> Stop saying that. No, but I had to bring us back to the story. Oh, I know. You said it four or five times at this point. Well, but then we talked about Osama. Oh, yeah. And every time you do that, you got it. basis. You got it. Yeah, we, well, I got to know him pretty well that day. Oh, my God. Um, honestly, not so bad. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, if you've been listening to this whole episode, we've all brought up 9-11 and Osama bin Laden in two different halves of this episode. So, really perfect book ending. Um, the, uh, uh, so, anyway, so we drained the slime. <laughs> And I imagine you get there and the elephants are like, mm. <laughs> I, Rhino's like, what is this guy problem? And some elephants are like tapping their heads. Like, I remember. <laughs> I remember this guy. Yeah. Um, so we drain the slime. Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake. And, we're, and as, we're, as we're moving, we can't figure out how to get to the emerald inside of it. Yes. And at one point, like 20 minutes later, mm-hmm. we're playing around on a, a board that's like up and to the left of where the slime was drained. The JFK board. The JFK board. Mm-hmm. And up and to the left. Yes. The grassy knoll of boards, you might say. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and all of a sudden, there's this like message that pops up and it's like, why not go for a ride? And yeah. we look and we notice that there's a river of slime right and in it is a barrel and we noticed that every time we fell in between the flippers right we were sitting in the barrel with a paddle in our hands yeah no so the, the animation that they do so like when you drop to the bottom yes. you can either stand on the platform with the mechanical lizard might get drop you to the or, bottom as in in between in between the, the, paddles. the paddles where you would typically lose where uh, you typically lose. Game, but yeah. they in this game if they've taught you from that first level you can get back in the game if you act quick yes right and so in the in the in the next level it's jumping into a bucket that's uh, in the slime we know the slime will kill us so we think that's the platform this time right you don't think two things about thinking oh that actually can transport me somewhere right. else and that's where that game gets like really like meta honestly and it of going like oh it's not only saving you you can actually travel the board with this that's so cool you know what it reminds me of is in portal portal one 
Mm. when you beat basically like the course as the game is showing it to you. It's like, okay, that's the last experiment. Great. And it's sending you to your death. Right. And you're on this platform that's going into fire and you, you're like, shit, I don't want to die. So you make a portal <laughs> that gets you out of what you would assume to be the playing field. The game wants you to do it, yeah. but you still feel like I've now broken the game. Right. And in doing so, I've like increased my ability to succeed. You taught me the rules. Yes. And now you're like, so they've, you got to break outside of them. Yes. It's really cool. Really like, cool. It, it really felt cool. really neat. And for a game from 1994, I believe. Sure. That's that's neat. I, I enjoy it. Or 93, 94. One of those years. That's, I could look at my notes, but that's all the way to my right. Yeah. I don't want to do that. That's a, it's a, It was made in a year. It uh, Or in between a year. I mean, maybe it's breaking the rules. Uh, good question. Maybe, maybe it landed in did a barrel this, of slime. Did this game come out on January 1st? I don't know. Oh, we'll see. Oh, a leap year, maybe. Oh, God. Now yeah. that's a whole different element. A whole to, different. You know, oh that's goodness. like a fifth element or sixth even. Yeah, right. I don't know. It's in my notes to the left. Okay. Um, so Andrew, why don't we get into our reviews uh, of this game based mm. on like for you, as, as we said, typically what we do is we review these games based on what we think or based on what we remember them as right. when we played them when we were kids. And then we review them as it holds up in the modern day, both times out of four bits. But in this case, yep. because you don't have any experience playing the game as a kid, no. you got to give it a rating based on what you think you would have thought of it had you played it back in the day. And then I'm going to give it a rating because I had played it exactly based on how I remembered it as a kid. Right, so why don't you right. start us off? And Andrew, by the way, it was November 23rd. Oh. 1923. 93. 23? This game is unbelievable. <laughs> it saw the future. Um, it was in color. <laughs> All right. So, uh, okay. What have I, what would I have thought of this as a kid? It's, it's, uh, this is getting it. It's a tough, it's, it's tough, a tough, baby. it's tough. Because, it's easier to think about how I would have thought today. I could I can see different types of quality in different genres and go, yeah. maybe that's not for me. Maybe that's not the first thing I reach for, but I enjoy it. That is good. But guess what? When I'm a kid in 1993, I am not going like, yeah, not for me, but I like it. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like I'm like Brussels being Brussels sprouts and going like, hmm, I don't enjoy that. But Someday. I can I can imagine the quality yes. that someone else yeah, is yeah, perceiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a little it's a little bit tougher when it comes to that. I would have liked the Sonic element. That's pretty good. And it's kind of, we're on a little bit of a streak between Mega Man Soccer and Mario Golf of yep. going like adapting, a, uh, you know, porting something over to uh, a genre that didn't previously have it. I would have liked the Sonic element, but I'm not sure I would have been crazy about the pinball element. The same way I wasn't okay. crazy about the uh, uh, digital pinball in a lot of different forms. So I would have liked it, wouldn't have loved it, and I'm going to give it a 2.5 out of 4. Nice. Okay, I like that. I... I was a bit more taken by the pinball element. I don't know that I expected it to be Liam Neeson taken. Yeah. Yes. I, I this game had a particular set of skills. And boy did it. And boy did it. And I loved it. <laughs> I did. I, I did. It, it, I didn't really love pinball machines. They honestly stressed me out as a kid, but I did. Like, I get that. Especially because they're in public. They're very loud. When you play them, you constantly feel like everyone <laughs> can see you and hear you and they're judging you when you fail to play pinball in my own room. Yeah especially like under the covers with my game gear. Yeah. It was, it was a different experience. Yeah. And, and it, I, you know, like we talked about, I played uh, Android pinball. I'd play mm. all these, these games on, I can't remember actually if that, that I would have played that afterwards, but it, this wouldn't have been my first experience playing a pinball style game. Right. Uh, digitally. And uh, because of that, uh, I had some familiarity with it and I loved Sonic. So to see those mesh in a way that I never would have imagined in the right. before, even though I was surprised that it wasn't Sonic 2 and in was in fact quite different, I still loved it. I was obsessed with this game mm. as a kid. Um, 
I, I, it's obviously not a perfect game. I hesitate to even call it a near perfect game uh, because it didn't, it, you know, when I think of the Game Gear, I think of Mortal Kombat and I think of Sonic and I think of a baseball game that I played that I, for some reason, can't remember. This game was kind of on the sidelines as much as I did enjoy it, uh, but I'm, but it was enough to keep my attention. I'm giving this one uh, a three out of four. A three? Yeah. Okay, so a two and a three and a, a, excuse me, a two and a half and a three. That's a five and a half out of eight. Okay, so a little bit right down the middle, a little modest also, maybe. Like kind of in line with the scores that it got, you know, it's well, got that sixty-five go. to seventy percent average. That's, yeah. that's right in line. Okay, so with those scores, we are going to go to our modern scores, and I will start. Could you please start? You know what's funny? You know what you said about stressing you out with uh, with uh, pinball games? Yes. It's, it always did that because it would, first of all, light up, do a little music cue, and then it would have a vocal cue from whatever theme it was. Like, I remember there was an Aerosmith one, and it was like, you want to rock? Oh, like, yeah. And you're like, oh, <laughs> shit. I want to rock. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. And it wouldn't start until you had to repeat the line back. Yes, I want to rock. You yeah. know what I mean? See, it usually made me write it out. It would shoot a tablet out, and you had to write it down and sign your name. Yes. God forbid anything happened. For sure. The Adam Stanley one thing popped out. Yes. And you had to write it. Yes, okay, exactly. Yeah, okay, exactly. Here you go back thing. It's like, yeah. what if something happened? It's okay. like, well, they told me they were ready. Yes, I'd like to start. Okay, here we go. Let's go. Um, okay, so I'll start here. Uh, th this was a lot of fun. This was way better than I would have ever imagined it being. It not only made you feel like it, it delivered on what it asked of you. It was a pinball game with Sonic in it. And guess what? Those <laughs> two things- They're there. They're 100% true. Hard to, hard, to, hard to say they're liars about this one. I think it was it was a lot of fun. The yeah. theming was there. It wasn't over the top. It was actually organic within the game. The controls, yeah, a little finicky sometimes, but we still succeeded in this game, which could have been very difficult. I, I actually really loved playing this game. Same. I thought it was a lot of fun. Now, here's where the cons come from. The, the lack of like checkpoints or anything is absurd. It, I agree. It's it's insane. That not you, not just checkpoints with your like your playthrough. No, it's life to life. Life to life. You get a new ball and yes. you have a new playthrough. You got to go. Like to. I understand the idea that like you have to start from the beginning, but you've unlocked everything already in between lives. Right. You only get three lives, right? And when you reset, you're set. That's totally okay. Like, it's like the arcade. But but to say that I die once, here's a new ball, you gotta do it all over again? That's kind of absurd when the levels are this big, which is a pro, but yes. con when they treat it like that. Totally, totally. So I gotta say, like that would get really annoying because it is also incredibly stressful, like you're saying. Like You're really like locked in. Yep. And so that's a con, but other than that, there's not a lot to say negatively about this game. If you like pinball games, there's just no way you wouldn't enjoy Sonic Spinball. Right. An, ex an expression I didn't think I'd have to say today. <laughs> I am going to give this, oh my God, I think I'm going to give this a 3.5 out of 4. Wow! It's, it's, it is exactly the best version of a game like this that you could play. I love that you're saying that. Now, here's where we're going to get into trouble. Uh-oh. Because I agree with you. Yeah. But we also don't play very many pinball games. <laughs> yeah. I bet you Pokemon Pinball plays better than this game. Oh. And there was this weird delay with the the paddles making contact with, with Sonic that felt strange at yeah. first yep. and then almost overly forgiving second. I agree. The problem with it is, the, the good thing about it is it prevents you from losing unnecessarily. Mm -hmm. You can be kind of late to the punch and you're not going to fall right through. Yep. The bad thing about it is that it, reduces your ability to be very specific with where the ball goes. I feel mm. like that that sweet spot is is kind of too big to do anything subtle with it. Mm. It's like everything you do is going to kind of funnel everything more towards one part of the board because they're favoring not dying as opposed to accuracy. 
So if we played a modern or more modern pinball game, I feel like the controls would be a lot better, but they also wouldn't have Sonic. And there was something yep. fun about that. There was. And there was something very satisfying about getting the ball stuck in an area where it's just battering off of everything. Mm -hmm. In spite of all the frustrations, in spite of the fact that uh, most times I have to replay a game from the beginning, I'm pissed off about it. Because this is kind of a puzzle game through and through or yep. a pinball game through and through, it would be the same as like losing in Tetris and being pissed off that you have to start from zero. Yep. Like, that's fine. Yep. I enjoyed it. I liked it. I'm giving this one a three out of four. Three out of four. Just to leave some space. Because otherwise, I'd probably agree with you on the 3.5. Yep. Just to leave some space for something to come after it, like another pinball game. Well, when we redo this game in five years, uh, we, we <laughs> can keep that in mind. So that altogether is going to be a 12 out of 16. Not bad. Holy smokes. Not bad at all. Uh, I think that this is uh, the, the, typic the, the typical game that um, when I saw the review of it, yeah. of like a 65% average, mm. I, I knew in my heart of hearts, my, my cold, dead heart of hearts. Yes, yes, yes. Your bad boy heart. My bad boy, it reeks of cigarette smoke, cigars, yeah. leather. Mostly tobacco-related things. Mostly tobacco-related yeah. things. How's that pipe treating you? I love it. Okay. I love it. There we go. Um, my brother got a hookah for his birthday. Okay. And we're really circling all the different we're ways really, we can put tobacco. We're really trying to fuck ourselves over here. <laughs> uh, and I didn't realize that hookah, before I... I, I we continue talking about the game. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I didn't really realize that that hookah, you were smoking it. I thought it was more vaporizing it because oh. it goes through the water yeah. and then whatever. So I went to town on it. Yeah. And for a day after that, my my just everything was just raw. It was not a fun experience. <laughs> oh, good. There you go. So there's some warning signs from the bad boy of podcasting as well. Uh, I mean, not that I care about my health, though. Ah, there he is. It's fine. I'm good. God, he just put a toothpick in his mouth, too? God, he's such a bad boy. <laughs> All right, you were saying. Uh, no, I was saying that that this is the the typical kind of um, um, uh, game where I when I see it being reviewed, as long as it doesn't mess up too terribly, I think it's going to be better than people initially mm. said it was back in the day. Because there was an expectation of one thing or another, and maybe they were just like, well, it's a rushed out Sonic game with nothing special to it. But mediocrity back in that day ends up working almost in a game's favor mm. when things aren't when they don't take any uh risks and they just do something that is just fun because games like that were fun then if it was rated as mediocre sometimes going back and playing it if you haven't played anything like it in a long time in the modern day is actually pretty fun yeah no I, I i agree with you you know i think there's sometimes we i see reviews for things and i'm like there's no way this game is going to be bad. Yeah. And yeah. then, you know, often it is. But this was one of those ones where I'm like, wait a second, how is this bad? Yes. And you know what? I'm glad we were right. That was Excite Bike for me. I was yeah. like, there's no way I'm not going to love this game. Right. And I didn't love that there game. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> this game I did, though. And uh, Andrew, uh, uh -uh. I see Elliot kind of motioning to us frantically. Oh. Because it's time for the uh, the the band is warming up and they've they've told him to kind of shut us okay. up. Okay. Which, like, I don't fucking agree. No. He's not in a position to tell us to shut he up. absolutely is not. And he needs to keep in fucking his mind, his P's and Q's. Keep, mind your P's and Q's, uh, P, penis Q. Pelliot. Pelliot, Pelliot, Andrew, we got to work on yeah, this. Yeah, we really you know got to nail this let's, one. Let's be quiet for the okay. band, but not because Elliot told us to no, be. No, because we decided to be. Band. You've been waiting for it all year. The most glamorous award ceremony of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, the Grady's. Oh, 
Oh, gorgeous. amazing. Gorgeous. Amazing. Just so good. That, that, what was the name of the, the instrument that you liked? The timpani. The timpani. Yeah. The, the timpani oliphant. Yes, All the right. timpani oliphant. Um, well, I can't wait to see what this game wins. Uh, it, it surprised us. It, uh, it, it charmed us. Yeah. It made us uh, cry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tears it of joy. It paddled us. It paddled us Yes, hard. sir. Can I have another? Please, sir. Oh, you're doing Oliver. I'm doing frat. Oh, that, yeah. uh, that's what I did at my frat. Oh, yeah. yeah. You did a, a production of Oliver? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. very good. Okay, and wonderful. They, they accepted me. <laughs> yes. it, was, it was the worst frat on campus. But, yeah. Um, okay, so Elliot, why don't you reach into your... What is he wearing? I, 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 th- this is this is bizarre to me. Are you wearing a metal bird outfit? Oh, you are. You're dressed as a metal bird. A metal bird because it's like the metal birds uh, in the game. Yeah, I do appreciate your seasonality. About Who's these making things? these for him? I well, that's a good question. Elliot, where are you getting the budget for these? Better not be the Mushroom Club. Is it the Mushroom Club? Is that Come why on. we haven't seen a cent of that? You. Oh, uh, we got to talk to him after this. We got to talk to him. But honestly, it's pretty good. It's pretty as long good. as I get to wear that. We would have spent it on way worse things. Okay, Elliot, tell us what Sonic Spinball has won. The Wine Cellar. Oh, oh. amazing. You know, but in, oh, oh, oh. oh, you swallowed it. I will have more. Uh-huh. That's a good bottle. Yeah, that's well, wow. You've been trained to to do a wine service. Andrew, I've been to restaurants. Yeah, you have. No uh, one's doubting that. No one's doubting not that. Not for a year and a half, but yeah. No, yeah, not for <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, I can't wait. <laughs> Bring me back to one right away. Uh, uh, the wine cellar. So that is an award for a game that has a higher current score than the retro score. A very rare a very score rare. to get. The last one that got that not too long ago was Ninja Gaiden, but mm-hmm. before that we had uh, Dead Space getting one. We yeah. appreciated that a little bit more. Kirby Superstar. Oh, Look, you're in good company when you get the Wine Cellar Award. This Not all the awards are positive, and this is one of those ones that actually speaks really well of you. Somehow you got better since when you came out. Yes. Ooh, that's tough to do. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. There yeah. are some awards that we haven't given away well, that since would... okay go since we started uh, uh, to have drops for the awards. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm thinking like the fits like an old glove compartment, yeah. hermetically sealed vault of expectations, rose colored heart, rose colored hall of plain. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. If you think at home there is an award that we should be giving that like is. You know, pointing out something very positive or negative about the scores of these games or games entirely, we want to hear about it because oh, we yeah. love to diversify what awards these games get. That's great. We'll put that into our uh, basically the most intelligent spreadsheet known to man yes. or woman or anything beyond yeah. the binary. Yeah, um, it's it's incredibly sophisticated. We we just put in the scores and it shoots out the awards, and that was the saying that we were sold on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you give him, mm-hmm. and this guy was different yeah he's an oil baron from texas yeah and he was going door to door so weird oh come in you put on the scores we give you the awards here's a blank check you just fill in the rest yourself okay i only accept payment in the form of written checks not the dvd copy of the movie blank check well that that has value in time Right, it's kind of, you know what? Yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah. I, I I might I might go mint this as an NFT. I hear there's money in that. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, they're incredibly fungible. So yeah, watch all out of for my that. oil, every drop of it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have minted. Really? When you buy my oil, wow, you own a physical piece of oil, right? 
a That's piece. A I freeze it. Yeah. Oh, you better oh, keep okay. it frozen. Yeah. Okay. And a digital NFT. Oh, wow. Of? Of the exact oil that you now own. Whoa. So two, two different types of value. Two different. One is very fungible. Okay. And one is extremely infungible. <laughs> Do not try to funge it. What will happen? Andrew, the last time someone tried to fund your name's Andrew, right? I'm going yeah, door you know, to door. Guessing, I don't know. You're guessing, yeah. but I do look like an Andrew. You so you're look right. very yeah, much yeah, like yeah, an yeah. Andrew. The last time someone tried to fund this token, okay, Dogecoin oh. went up to about twenty dollars. <laughs> wow, is that good for a lot of people? Okay, well that's great. And that's how we got the awards. Wow, I can't believe we still have the recording of that that's interaction. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. But yeah, there you go. And now everyone knows that. Okay, that's, that's why good. we always put the microphone in front of the uh, the, the face of a door-to-door salesman. You yeah. never know what you're going to get. You know, like when people are filming CGI and they have a camera in front of their face? Yes. I walk around with a helmet with a microphone on it. <laughs> so I can... Uh... I walk around with a helmet on, but that's just because my mom makes me wear it. <laughs> so there you go. There's Sonic Spinball, an incredible wine cellar award, and, and just really kind of... Um, a real, like, who saw this coming? Like, it's a real nice surprise. It's a treat. Yeah, it A really treat is. of treats. I really enjoyed it. Andrew, I really enjoyed talking to you. Oh, that's nice, buddy. And I really enjoyed knowing that the listeners were listening. Yeah. It's, I'm a voyeur in that way, or Ooh. the opposite. I'm an yeah. exhibitionist in that yeah, way. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, there you go. And I'm glad that you you got pleasure out of this somehow, too. Right, because you get pleasure out of getting pleasure. Yeah, no, that's it's, we've got a weird symbiotic relationship we have here. So thank you so much for listening to the Retrograde Podcast. We love every single one of you, and we can't wait to talk to you soon. My name's Andrew Bascom, and with me, as always, is the bad boy of podcasting, Mikey Aaronwer. This is the Retrograde Podcast. Game over. Thank you so much for listening to the Retrograde Podcast. We look forward to recording this podcast all week long, and we hope you guys look forward to listening to it. You know how we got into retro video game podcasting for the money and the babes? We're really in it for the ratings and reviews. Money is ratings. Reviews are babes. Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you enjoy podcasts. For any business inquiries, you can always email the Retrograde Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Retrograde Pod. And you can find Andrew on Twitter at Retrograde Andy. And then Mikey at Retrograde Mikey. Instagram at The Retrograde Podcast. And remember, Find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast for all of your non-essential but very much enjoyable content. We don't ask that you give us much, apart from joining our Patreon. But what we do ask is that you join this community that we've grown. Also, yeah. give us some of your blood. <laughs> yeah. I want some of your hair in a bag. Thanks for listening. From your two dads. <laughs> Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it. Nothing can stop me. <laughs>